Welcome to Shattering Ceilings, the podcast that dares you to dream bigger, reach higher, and break free from the limits that hold you back. I'm Megan, and together with my co-host Lauren, we embark on a journey of growth and expansion, one conversation at a time. Get ready to challenge your thinking, question the status quo, and unlock the potential within yourself that you never knew existed. Each week, we bring you thought-provoking discussions and valuable insights that will empower you to embrace change, push past barriers, and take bold steps towards the life you truly deserve. We believe in providing action-oriented takeaways that you can implement immediately so you'll never leave an episode without a practical plan for personal growth. So join us on this transformative adventure as we shatter ceilings, break boundaries, and create a community of dreamers and doers. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Shattering Ceilings. It's Lauren. And Megan. And this week, it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've been learning and communication in relationships. Yeah. Since tomorrow is Valentine's Day, whether you celebrate yes. or not, it's really great to talk about communication and maybe even to like, now that I'm thinking about it, like how we can love ourselves through like the learning process and giving ourselves grace, right? So it's a little bit of self-love, a little bit of relationship talk for this day before Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And just fun side note, because, you know, we're always listening to things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just listened to a podcast on the February transit for transits for human design. It is all like the energy is all about like love and um, communication. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. I have not listened yet. Energy. It's a good one. They just changed out the person that does transit. So it's more business related. But that was something that came up. It was like, you know, even those of us that are non-emotional beings, like might be in our feelings a little bit more, might be feeling a little bit more sappy. It is Pisces season too. It is Pisces season It's all about feelings. And starting the 21st, right? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Starting the 21st, right? It isn't until later this month. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. It's still Aquarius season. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. let's get down to it. So something that Lauren and I were talking about before we hopped on today was the expectations that we have for ourselves in doing this personal work and the pressure that we put on ourselves and maybe a little over analysis of what things need to look like. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, it can affect my consistency Mm -hmm. practice. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about it along the lines of like doing doing inner child work and reparenting ourselves. Yeah, that's a topic that, so we've shared this before. Me and Meg had started this to be magnetic, like end of year challenge. And one of the things that we would often hear is about reparenting. And for me, it's almost like I resisted immediately because I thought like, oh my God, this is like a process and I don't know how to do this process and it's going to take a long time. And so I like immediately resisted it. And then Meg sent me like a podcast to listen to, and I heard her talk about it a little bit. And then I had a little bit of like a coaching session last week, and I realized that reparenting doesn't necessarily mean like this long drawn out process like I thought, because I tend to overdo anything that has to do with like personal <laughs> growth, like, or probably a lot of things, just because I'm very much like, I'm the one three. So I have to like dive into things and research it and figure out like, a to Z, how it all happens, I guess, or how you I just can go do hard it. in the paint. That's I how you do. exist. In the world. I just yeah. do go hard. In the paint. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. But so anyway, like I just thought it was going to be this huge thing, but then like I had a friend who I think we should definitely have on share. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's just like 
in the moments where you come up and you, you become aware of something that's stirring and maybe you go back to like, okay, where is this coming from? Which is a super mm-hmm. great question to ask yourself whenever you're feeling anything. Like, where is this coming from? Most likely it's not, it's not whatever you think it is in the moment. It usually is something that's a little deeper, right? And then from yeah. there, okay, so maybe you recognize like, I feel this way because when I was a kid, I don't know, like this happened and it made me shut down or it made me feel a certain type of way. It could be as little as like, okay, then talking to that little Lauren and saying like, mm-hmm. hey, I recognize that this made you upset. And I want you to know that you're safe in this moment and you're seen in this moment and you're allowed to feel that way, but you are, say, enough or, or again, safe, whatever it is. And it's like that. That's it. Reparenting right then and there. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be anything crazy. Right. So much more straightforward. And this can show up like literally anywhere and everywhere throughout your days. Like Mm -hmm. I notice it a lot when I like my kids will do something that honestly, Mm. I don't care that much about. Right. I don't care that my kids make big messes. Right. But I would get in trouble for something like that as a kid. Right. Mm -hmm. So my natural inclination when I walk into a room where they've dumped all the fucking toys out or something (laughs) is like, what are you guys doing? You know, like it immediately like rise in anxiety. Yeah. So in those moments. Mm-hmm. Something that I've been doing to check in with myself is like, okay, before you open your fucking mouth, because after that point, like it's just, yeah, you know, whatever comes out first is not going to be cute. Right. What about this is actually upsetting me? That's a question I've been asking myself. Mm-hmm. What about this situation is upsetting me? Mm-hmm. And what is that tied to? Like, mm-hmm. do I agree with the fact that my kids should keep everything neat and within the lines? Or is that how I was parented and now I'm putting that on my kids because it's Mm -hmm. my natural reaction to feel really anxious around a mess, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's doesn't always work. A lot of times I end up apologizing after I do fucking lose my shit for a minute, you know, and then also with Ada the other day. Yeah. It reminds me, too, of like with our partners even. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they get upset about stuff like that. Like, for example, my husband hates dishes in the sink, hates it. Right. And like, I'm just, you know, going about my day. And sometimes I leave dishes in the sink until, I don't know, dinner time and I clean it up. And he's also been working on this stuff from the inner child, right? And it comes back to he was raised in an environment where there was a lot of like clutter and that Mm -hmm. made him anxious or embarrassed, Mm -hmm. like when he would have friends over and stuff like that, right? So it goes back to like, it's not me leaving the dishes in the sink that pisses him off. It's he's being triggered that that's something that reminds him of something that was uncomfortable when he was a kid, right? So now me knowing that, number one, he can check himself faster and easier, right? But at the same time, like yeah. me knowing that, like I know that it's not personal that he's, you know what I mean? That like if I right, do it that. It actually has nothing to do with you. No, it has nothing to do with yeah. me. Mm-mm. That's so huge. That's something I've been working on with Aaron, like. I mean, you guys know, we've talked about this before. He gets Mm -hmm. anxious when he's in a cluttered house. If he's upset and he walks into a clutter or a mess, it's like full blown, right? Mm -hmm. Or just like, for example, this weekend, he's got a lot on his plate right now. They're in the middle of recruiting. Mm -hmm. And he's somebody that naturally puts a lot of pressure on himself and Mm -hmm. was just like anxious and overwhelmed the other day. And then I found myself fucking pacing through the house like cleaning shit up because i felt like i need to do this or aaron's gonna be mad at me and then i was like wait what 
this, I'm not, why am I anxious? Right. That was the first, why, what am I anxious about mm-hmm. right now? Like he's not mm-hmm. taking that out on anybody. He's not stress cleaning. Like he just walked outside, but I could feel the discomfort in my right. body mm-hmm. and feel like I need to fix it. And I don't know about anybody else, but like, how often are you upset or feeling uncomfortable in your body over something that has absolutely nothing right. to do with you? You know, our normal Mm -hmm. pattern would be he's upset. I feel it in my body. Then I am more short tempered or, you know, I can't settle. And then the kids can't settle. Like it just it butterfly effects. Mm -hmm. But it went so I like I went outside and he's like, what's wrong? I was like, I think I'm feeling your feelings. Like I feel really anxious in my body, but I'm not anxious or upset about anything. I think I'm just feeling your feelings. He's like, that makes sense. I feel super overwhelmed right now. And I was like, cool, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go take a shower for 10 minutes and like chill myself out. He's like, I'm going to stay out here and do the same thing. And then we handled our shit. He still felt mm-hmm. anxious, but I no longer was holding on to those feelings. Right, right. So it didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so he just got up. to have his feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then he gets to have his feelings without me attaching to them. Yes. Which I think is huge. You know, I'm sure that's happened to everybody where you're upset and then all of a sudden your partner's fucking oh, yeah. upset. And you're like, oh right. my God, can I just be fucking pissed? Yeah. Because, well, you know? it's like the law of attraction in a sense too. Like you're you're being mirrored a lot of times too, like what you're projecting out there, yeah. right? And so like, that's another thing. I think kind of on that same topic, you know, something that I heard that was like gold last week that I have been like, just it's in my head, like on probably replay. I don't know how many times a day, but it's like, everything is neutral. Right. So like my business is neutral. Like what people say to me is neutral. What my partner says to me is neutral. Like just everything, everything is neutral. And because we're human and because mm-hmm. we are trying to understand every moment, right? We're trying to understand what's going on around us, what's being said to us. And the way that we do that is we think back to, okay, I've had this said to me before, or this has happened to me before. And we go back to thinking, okay, what was that like? And sometimes mm-hmm. those situations were not so good or whatever it may be. We're like we're trying to relate it back to other things that we've experienced is my whole point. And yeah. then we make assumptions, Uh Or we make it about us and it's not about us, right? It's Uh like nothing personal. And then we just kind of like make a mountain out of a molehill, you know, sometimes, right? Or we just have unnecessary, again, thoughts. And so for me, I've been trying to, again, like keep this in in mind, like as I'm having conversations with people and, and this weekend, you know, me and my husband, we went down to Atlantic City and, you know, we were just like laying in bed yesterday morning and he said something to me and like I immediately like got defensive. I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't like that. Like, and I said, like, I don't, I didn't, I don't know. I don't remember what I said, but I was just like immediately defensive. And then he was like, I didn't mean it like that though. And I'm like, I stopped in the moment. I'm like, you're right. What you're saying to me is neutral. I'm trying to make meaning of it. And I'm thinking that it means something else because of maybe like something that I've dealt with in the past. And I'm like, I love you're, that. And he and he was like, right. I'm not saying it like that. And I'm like, so it's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's me that's doing that. So like, I think that's so helpful. Like if you just can take that and remember that everything is neutral. You know, not everyone is trying to always do something to us or make us yes. believe a certain way or make us feel a certain way. It's kind of like we take that on our own. You know. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, like it was easily navigated because there was nothing there to really deal with. It was just like me that had to like make that quick 
flip. Right. And then you get to ask your, I think those are great questions or great things to say, like, this is neutral, right? This information is neutral. What meaning am I trying to make of it? Right. And why? Mm-hmm. And why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that so much. And there's so many different modalities where that is true, right? Like in, in Buddhism, you don't attach yourself to things. In mm-hmm. Ayurveda and yoga, there's the seed of the witness. It's taking yourself out of that initial reaction, right? Yeah. Your body's natural inclination to say like, okay, what's actually happening right here? Right. Right. Does my partner have an attitude or did I hear it with an attitude? Because that's my expectation. Yes. And I think probably 99% of our problems are caused in our own head because of that. Right. And 100%. Like I read the four agreements not that long ago. And like one of the four agreements is like make no assumptions. But I don't think we realize how many assumptions we're actually making every day. With right. I mean, your brain is thing. made to to work that way, right? Yeah. Your brain is constantly taking and filtering information and trying yeah. to make sense of it. I think mm-hmm. you mentioned it before we got on here, the reticular activating system. Its yes. job is to find safety and comfort, right? It's, yes. And to, to make you to also- Show us what we know is true, right? So yes. like if you think I want to buy a black Jeep, you're going to start seeing black Jeeps everywhere because you're looking for evidence of that. Your brain is constantly looking right. for They're evidence like of that. Confirming it. Oh, there's a black Jeep. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. It's funny right. you mentioned Jeep. We talked about Jeeps this weekend, actually. <laughs> you so. don't fucking need one. Um, why? <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. All right. But, all right. Yeah. So think about how that could serve you in your relationship. Just like knowing that little piece of information. Mm-hmm. My brain is constantly trying to find evidence of something. So what evidence are you looking for in your relationship? Yeah. You know, and I know I've gotten stuck in the loop before where I'm looking for all the little oh shit. Oh my God. It's under my skin. And then it's everything he does. I'm like, we talked about that. Fuck? We talked about that this yeah. weekend, right? Like think about when you have a fight, right? And then you're like looking for every different way that he's an asshole. And you're like, yep, yeah. see? See, see, this is why. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all that you see. And then it just keeps diving deeper and deeper into this hole, right? Like I do yep. it all the time, right? Same. When it's bad, it's bad. When it's good, it's good. Well, that's because oh, you're yeah. looking for it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because then the, something will happen that will remind you of why you love them. And then you're like, oh, you're so great. Yeah. You're so cute. I love you so much. You're such a great uh-huh. partner. And then I don't know about you, but then I'm like, I'm such an asshole. Like I was thinking all these nasty things about <laughs> Didn't you Didn't actually just say that ago. to us last week when we <laughs> recorded? Probably. You think your partner's an asshole. It's really you being the asshole. And it's just be like, you're being mirrored. You're, you're bullshit, like in mm-hmm. that moment in a lot of ways, right? So yeah. it's just so funny. And the evidence thing, you know, like that's another thing that I was told last week. Like, Look for the evidence that's going to serve you. Like, how do you yeah. want to feel? How do you want to show up in the world? Well, look yeah. for evidence that's going to help point you in that direction or look for ways that you have already shown up as that person that you want to be or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the success that you, you've you experienced in the past. How, how did you do that? Or, you know, whatever. Look yeah. for that evidence so that your brain can keep like, again, looking for those things out in the world to confirm it to you. So that, again, that's how you manifest things like back. It could be really funny to keep a list. Really funny. That's not the word I was like, really fun and -hmm. interesting to keep a list. Like, Mm -hmm. here's the evidence of my success in all different realms of life, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it's a night, like, I don't know, 
for example, when Aaron and I first were able to go out on dates, like we moved here, my mom and my aunt started taking the kids randomly for a night and we were able to go and date each other again. Mm-hmm. We spent the first probably three or four of those arguing through the whole thing. I like, I remember picking the kids up from my aunt and getting there and her being like, are you okay? Like, do we, do you need to stay here? Cause I just cried the whole fucking morning. We fought the whole morning and then I was pissed cause we wasted our time. Mm-hmm. But it was because we were we waited for those moments to explode, right? And like mm-hmm. all of that evidence that we had been collecting. Mm-hmm. And now I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> so let's just see <laughs> if I can bring it home. Uh, <laughs> it's shifted a lot because now yeah. I have evidence like we had one week where we start like this, our literal conversation. I dropped the kids off. I came home. I was like, all right, this can go two different ways. Are we going to have a good day? Or are we going to have a bad day? Because the mm-hmm. last couple ones have really fucking sucked. Yeah. So what are we going to do differently? And we immediately were like, let's go for a walk. We always feel better after we go for a walk. And we did mm-hmm. that for an hour and just talked about stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it went great. Now I have evidence, mm-hmm. right? That we can mm-hmm. have a good date night. We actually like each other, mm-hmm. right? And it just builds on it. Now our week's I'm sure that that will always it won't always be true, but like our date nights are fucking great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything runs smoothly, and it's because we have that evidence to look back at and be able to be like, okay, cool, we mm-hmm. can do this, right? Yeah, like, we don't fucking hate each other, right? We're just tired, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, not every obviously thing is going to go smoothly. You're going to have your hiccups no. and all that, but it's about like that communication and and then being being self-aware and also like aware of, of how they are and what's going on in their lives too. And right. You know, right. You it doesn't mean like mm-hmm. to stay on that example, it doesn't mean that every single moment in those, those nights are beautiful and perfect, but it, it has changed in like, if say I find myself frustrated, mm-hmm. I check in with myself and answer those questions that we've been talking about throughout this podcast. Like, what is what is it that I'm actually upset about? Is mm-hmm. it about Aaron? Is it about me? Like, you know, where's the connection here? What mm-hmm. can I do differently? And we are more responsible for ourselves. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. you can't change what goes on around you. I can't change if Aaron gets caught in a moment where he's feeling anxious and maybe says something and is a little short. I can't change that he said that, but I can change my fucking response to it and be like, you know, like, that's that's one response. What, bitch? Right. Or like, <laughs> hmm, let me stop for a minute and think and be like, hey, are you upset about something? You know, right. like, what was that comment? Ask a question back and it it just changes the trajectory of things. Right. Absolutely. Communication. Communication. <laughs> like, guys. But with yourself, too. With yourself, too. And I think that's yes. like the piece that, you know, I was kind of missing. You know what I mean? Like, again, doing all of the processes to bring it back to what you said in the beginning, like thinking that I was going to like you know, masculinize or whatever that's a word my way through, <laughs> you know, like personal growth or doing the inner work when really it's like, no, I need to like go in and ask myself more questions and like yeah. sit with myself and not have to do another huge long thing. I just needed to like dig deeper, you know? And I think that's something that, oh, I saw a really good, really good TikTok on, you know, the inner work. I'll explain it real quickly. I know you obviously can't see me, but <laughs> you imagine like a mason jar, right? Like a big mason jar and ping pong balls, like pong balls, you know, mm-hmm. you put them in and that's like your shit. That's like your, your inner trauma, you know, child trauma, whatever. That's all the things, right? And they're in the jar and you decide 
I'm going to start doing personal growth. I'm going to do work on myself and I'm going to like, you know, it's going to make me better, right? And water, imagine water, okay? You're pouring it into this empty mason jar that has these ping pong balls. And you start pouring it in and it's all good stuff, right? All the podcasts, all the reading, all of the journaling, all the meditating. But what ends up happening is those pong balls start to float. Up. Rise to the surface. Yes. And you're like, shit, I'm doing like all the things. Like, why is this? This is kind of like me, like, right? Two weeks ago. Like, why is all this happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, I'm going to keep going. Do you know 57% of people give up in that moment? 57%. Mm. When that shit starts, I'd love to know where they come up with that statistic. Well, I'll have to send you the video. But so then she, they they keep, so they keep going. They're like, all right, I'm going to keep going. You know, the rest of them, they keep going. And, and more stuff, you know, now it's getting closer to the surface because, Mm -hmm. you know, like again, the water's rising, the pong balls are rising. And again, another, I think it was 35%, either 33 or 35% will quit then. Because now it's like, now it's really close to the surface and this really Mm. fucking sucks and it really hurts. And you know that in order to get through it, you got to keep going, right? So only a small percentage keep going and more rises to the top. Another couple percent will fall off, right? Mm. It's something like less than 5% will actually work through their shit. Even though they're pouring all the goodness into it and they've had so much you know, so many say good habits that they created and so many things they've worked through. They ultimately won't go to the very end because of how badly it hurts. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought about that. And I was like, man, what a waste. Right. Right. But like, that's kind of like what I even feel like has been coming up. Like I've come a long way. And I hear people say that all the time. I've come a long way from where I was, but guess what? It's never over. You still have right. a ways to go. Right. And I feel like that's the bigger lessons that sometimes they'll come up and they'll just kind of like wallop you. And you're like, holy shit. Like, I didn't even know that was in there, mm-hmm. you know, but I know to get to the other side and to say, quote unquote, be free. Like, I need to keep going, you know, so that I Absolutely. can experience that level of peace. And and it can't know, just be the external. Like, I know that mm-hmm. something I've gotten caught in is changing my external world. Mm-hmm. Right. Thinking that that is going to be the improvement that I need. But mm-hmm. like that reflection that the asking yourself the hard questions, the catching yourself in moments where you're mm-hmm. feeling triggered or activated or whatever, like that's it. That's and the reflection you. that needs to be done. It's not just sitting down at the beginning right. of the year and reflecting. No, like on a daily momentary basis. Like, yes. And recognizing that most times, because I hear you on that, like you think you got to change everything around you or everybody around you. Mm-hmm. No, it's mm-hmm. always you. It's yeah. always you. And what the great thing about that, though, is that you have the power to produce that kind of peace in your life. You don't need anyone Absolutely. else to fucking do the work. Would it be easier? Yeah. It would be easier if your your partner was fully integrated and everyone was working on themselves and like, you know, the communication was smooth. Like that would be cool would be a little bit easier. But it wouldn't fucking it doesn't matter. Because it, it doesn't matter, matter. how, how uh, ex- ascended those people are. If we're still operating from the same place, no matter what there were, we're still going to be triggered. Yes. We're still yes. going to have our shit pop up because it's still sitting there waiting. Like you mm-hmm. can't just put lipstick on a fucking pig. But, you know, right. like. Right. Right. There has to be something done from within. And that is why me and Meg will talk about fucking personal growth to no avail because it's that important. And until you understand how important it is and how much it affects 
everyday life and all of your interactions, not just like some interactions. Like when I tell you that you are making meaning of your life in every conversation and every interaction based upon your shit, then that's when you fully get like, oh, I guess like, yeah, I should probably work through that. Right. Because again, it it affects everything, you know, and it's not about perfection. It's not about having Mm -hmm. like being the fittest, eating perfectly, sleeping. Mm -hmm. It's not any about getting your routines perfectly. It's Mm -hmm. about getting like dirty, really. And with that, like that brain, that's, that's you showing up for yourself. That is like the ultimate act of self-love right there is showing up Mm -hmm. for you doing that kind of work right? Like that's showing yourself love. That's showing yourself Mm -hmm. compassion. Mm -hmm. You know, that's forgiving like the old versions of you that maybe didn't show up so nice, maybe didn't do the right fucking thing, you know, but you're, you're, you're forgiving yourself for that because that person didn't know how to show up in the way that you do now, you know? Absolutely. And I think really celebrating that, like to kind of bring things home, cause it's, this is supposed to be our, our Valentine's Day episode love (laughs) Um, (laughs) any kind of love is love whether it's tough to hear or not like it's fucking love it's coming from a good place yeah and self-love love love in relationships all the things Mm -hmm. like this week give yourself the gift of being in practice with asking those hard questions Mm -hmm. right where is this coming from Mm -hmm. what were the two questions they just left my mind that's where (laughs) i'm gonna get my brain like like where is this coming from and and how can i how can I like reparent in a sense, or how can I help this yeah. inner, this little this little girl, little boy that's feeling this right now? Right? Yeah. What kind of do that for yourself this mm-hmm. week, in service mm-hmm. of all your relationships? Yeah. Right. Catch yourself, even if you've already had the blow up, gotten mm-hmm. into the fight, whatever it is, even yeah. if it doesn't happen for hours or the next day, like check in, mm-hmm. ask yourself those questions. Offer yourself that loving kindness, the yes. advice, whatever it is you need, mm-hmm. and then fucking celebrate it. Yeah. It's a week of celebration. Celebrate that. That is the love. Mm-hmm. 100%. Holding yourself accountable and like really checking in with your shit because it's just going to make all of your relationships so much. I can't, I feel like easy is not the right word, but it, it really is. Yeah. It goes so much easier when we can be accountable for ourselves. And it's not going to be, and I think that was a good point to bring up. Like, it's not going to always be easy in the moment. Sometimes it's going to really fucking suck and it's going to be hard and it's going to be scary and it's going to make you super uncomfortable, especially to be vulnerable in relationship if this is like a thing that you're doing with somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that there is connection without vulnerability. No. Not no. true connection. No. It's surface level, but then you're going to feel lonely or mm-hmm. empty. You know, like those feelings yeah. that something is missing are there because the vulnerability is missing. Right. Right. So the only way, the only way on the other side is to go through or whatever that saying is, right? We're really killing it today. <laughs> well, they get the point, right? You don't have to be perfect. That's the whole thing. No, you know? there is no perfection. And whatever mm-hmm. whatever you are, whoever you are, you are enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Start from there. That inherent, the fact that you are alive means mm-hmm. you are enough and you are worth working on. You are mm-hmm. worth communicating with. You are mm-hmm. worth reparenting and loving. Ask yourself hard questions. Mm-hmm. Celebrate your wins. Love that. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. 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 
Thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of Shattering Ceilings. We hope today's conversation has ignited a fire within you to chase your dreams fearlessly. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode packed with inspiration and actionable steps. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us reach more listeners and continue spreading the message of growth and expansion. And remember, it's never too late to rewrite your story, redefine your limits, and shatter the ceilings that stand in your way. Until next time, keep dreaming big and taking bold actions. You got this.